Welcome to the Total Boss Podcast, and I'm your host, Cristiano Green, a podcast where we talk about finding fulfillment through self-development, being a leader of your own life, and getting the most out of it as well. Tenacity, originality, talent, authenticity, and being legendary. It's all about living your best life. Hello, 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 all you Total Bosses out there, and welcome to another episode of the Total Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Cristiano Green, and I'm a gay men's relationship coach helping gay men to find, attract, keep, and sustain healthy, happy, long-lasting relationships in their life with other gay men. So this week on the podcast, I really wanted to jump in and talk about some of the main reasons why, you know, you might be someone who's just likely, you know, having short-term relationships, meaning they're not lasting more than a couple of months, maybe three, four at max, um, because there's some certain things that happen that maybe are stopping you from actually taking your, you know, your dating life uh, or any, you know, short-term relationship and making it more of a long-term thing, right? Sometimes, you know, in t- in life, we're just not ready for a long-term relationship, right? You know, for some people, three months of dating a guy may really seem like a long time. Um, and for some of us, you know, it could be the longest relationship that, you know, you've ever had. So if you find yourself in this kind of a category, asking yourself, why can't I seem to have a boyfriend longer than a few months? Then let me share with you some things that are going to be suitable for you so that, you know, maybe you can start to think about this and go, hey, maybe that's me. Or maybe I can do something about where I am at because I support so many gay men in this area to help them move past that real short-term thing and move into the long-term and actually find people who they can spend their life with as well. So let's jump into number one. You get excited by the idea of the person. So, right, you know, when you've had, um, when you haven't really had a boyfriend for a while or ever in your life, you kind of romanticize the idea of a boyfriend in your head. You have a picture, you may be, you know, playing it out, right? Fantasies, kind of dreams, et cetera, et cetera, right? When you do this, you often view the guys you're dating with rose-colored lenses, right? Which means you blissfully ignore all the ways the two of you are incompatible. So eventually the guy you're dating realizes it, they break up with you or ghost you, whatever it is, you're then left feeling dumbfounded because, you know, you naively believed you two were really perfect for one another, right? So you really kind of have to get away from all of this stories and the fantasies we've had in our head and just get back into reality of what's going on in the situation, right? (coughs) Excuse me. Another one is, is, you're unsure of what you want in the relationship, right? Now, you might have watched the, you know, the notebook or movies like that, and you might see Ryan Gosling yells at, you know, Rachel McAdams repeatedly, what do you want, you know? It would be nice, you know, if someone shouted this at me when I was younger, right? But sometimes we claim we want a relationship but haven't really fought through anything past that. You know, what do you want out of the relationship? How much can you give? What do you prioritize in a relationship? When is it too much? While you don't obviously have all the answers to these questions before meeting someone, you should be able to answer a few of them within a few weeks of dating someone, right? So what is it that you really, really want, you know? 
The next thing is, is, you know, for a lot of gay men, you know, uh, sex is probably one of the first things that you try to see if you're compatible with, right? That's kind of sometimes people's basis of a relationship. Oh, if we have good sex and we're going to have a good relationship. When in fact, you know, with the, um, uh, for, for people who don't have more connection outside of sex, the sex will fizzle out. And when that happens, you might be able to realize, oh my God, we are not compatible, right? It's, it's a, it's a common thing that like, you know, you know, if you like, if if the sex is great, you know, it might take you a few months to even realize that there might be nothing more substantial to the relationship than, than boning, right? So don't get caught up in sex. If you think you haven't really got to know the person, you don't know anything about them. And, and, and because what happens is after a few months, if you realize that there's nothing there, the sex will fizzle out and it will end. So you have to really think about that if you're seriously looking for a long-term relationship, right? Another thing might be that you aren't ready for a long-term relationship, right? It's a simple fact that some guys aren't ready for long-term relationships. They might have shit that they haven't yet dealt with. They might be focused on their career. They may not be over their ex, right? They probably have some past traumas, right? They could be too consumed with themselves to really care and love for someone else. If that's the case, right, then you shouldn't be dating. And you should be aware of this as well in people you're trying to date. You know, if you're not ready, you're not ready. Like, but don't try to be ready because it's just not going to work out, right? Think about that, right? It's just not going to work out. Another thing might be that you're not the monogamous type, right? It could be super simple as you're not that type of person and it's okay, right? Because who you are and what you want out of life is okay as long as you're happy and moving in the right direction, right? By repeating, you know, repeatedly trying to attempt at a monogamous life, it's like you're trying to shove, you know, a square peg into a circular hole. Maybe it's time to find another relationship style that actually works better for you and for your partners, right? Um, whatever that is, you know, you get to define that for yourself, right? And that's one of the beautiful things. But, you know, if you're looking for, you know, certain things and you're just not that type of person, maybe it's, that's the problem is that you're trying to fit yourself into a box when the box is just not really available to you because that's not what you're really looking for as well, you know? Another thing might be that you're unwilling to accept, you know, different baseline needs, right? You know, if if you really want to look at it, you might want to think about some people hate the idea of compromising, right? You know, sometimes when you do that, neither of you get exactly what you want when you compromise. And for some reason, that's considered a success, right? So really what we need to accept is the fact that you have different baseline needs to other people. And really sometimes you shouldn't try to change that about the person you're dating, if your baseline needs are incredibly far off, it's going to be probably a sign that you shouldn't be dating or your relationship is going to require a lot of additional work. So just have a look at what are your core needs in life? What are your baseline needs that you're looking for? Um, you know, there are six core human needs. I'm not going to get into this today, but, you know, quickly, you know, there's love and connection, there's certainty, there's uncertainty, there's significance, there's growth, there's contribution, right? So if someone's core needs aren't being met and you try to change someone, oftentimes it causes conflict, probably going to lead to something. Try to find people who are on the similar needs to you so that you can meet each other's needs in healthy ways as well, right? Another thing could be is that, you know, if you're online dating, 
You may not have deleted the apps. You may be still on there. I know from experience that Grindr and those other apps can be highly addictive. We all know that, right? But if we're really trying to commit to a guide that we like, we need to get off the apps so we're not distracted by other guys because that's going to hold you back from taking the next steps. And if you can't get to a step of you deleting this, you ain't ready for a long-term relationship, boo. So maybe think about that. What is more important to you, having a long-term relationship or having the apps? If it's the apps, own it, baby. Own it, okay? (laughs) Just let it be. But if it's not, delete them. Move on, girl. You know, it's time to have some fun in reality. And owning where you're at is something key. If you can't delete these apps, you're going to have problems, right? Unless, again, you find someone, like I said earlier before, that's not in, that's meeting your same needs for non-monogamy, right? But you've got to be honest and upfront about this instead of shady and behind the back because that doesn't work. That's never going to work. It's not going to work. Okay, I've had enough. I think I ranted there for a little bit. <laughs> All right, next one is, is you're going to struggle with vulnerability, right? Lots of people struggle with it, you know? Who doesn't? I know I've definitely in the past had, you know, had moments, uh, and I still do, depending on who I'm meeting, struggling with vulnerability. And that's not just in, in meeting guys, of course, but in reality. But yes, of course, in meeting guys, if you struggle with r- r- vulnerability, you know... <laughs> it's a common thing. Being vulnerable is very, you know, hard to do. Um, But at some point in your relationships, if you're wanting to take them past those early stages of short-term things, you're going to have to take the risk of showing your true self and being vulnerable. And that will take courage. And so if you're not ready for that, it's going to be another reason why you maybe you're not moving past short-term into long-term as well. Yeah. Another thing again is, is, is something that maybe people haven't really thought about, but it's so simple and probably have thought about it as well. Some people struggle with communication, right? Communication is so damn important. I don't want to be that guy because, you know, we hear it all the time, but the truth is, is that communication is, and you know, half of all problems, if not more that happen within relationships stem from miscommunication or lack of communication, right? Something that could have easily been avoided if you and your your partner were on the same page. So learn how to communicate effectively with your partner. I like to do things such as regular monthly check-ins, you know, where we sit down and we spend time talking about the relationship. We talk about all the things that we like within ourselves, with, with each other, I should say, all the things that we appreciate about our relationship. But then we talk about those things that maybe are causing us some frustration, that are uh, uh, annoying us, maybe causing us to feel certain ways, and we get clarity and we work on things together. So I don't know if that's going to work for you, but that's something that I do. And that's what I teach a lot of the, the gay men that come through is like, how how do you find ways to be better at communicating if it's not natural for you? Give yourself space for it, right? Or it could be that you need to talk to, you know, a coach, someone who's, you know, an expert in relationships, especially gay relationships, so that you can get some understanding. Because sometimes that's the thing that you really need help with is just finding some support from someone who really understands your struggles, right? It's what I do for so many of my clients, right? I help them in that way, you know? Um, and communication is key. Like, I don't want to go on about it, but this is probably one of the most important things for you to think about. How communicate, how good at communication have you been with those people in the past? Has it held you back from having any long-term relationships as well? It could be also that you have some unrealistic standards of how a relationship should look, right? You know, I don't know how many times... Um, you know, I've I've worked with people and I've seen, you know, how detrimental it is to a relationship to believe that one person 
should satisfy every single one of your needs. No one can do that. And no one should be given the power to do that. And no one should be given the responsibility and the burden to do that as well, right? You need to have other friends, other things, other ways, other hobbies, other outlets to get your needs met through different people and experiences, right? So think about, you know, do you need to get support for what you're going through? That could be, again, finding a coach, someone who can support you in those journeys, right? Like that's some of the things that I do. I help some of these people in a way because their partners aren't necessarily their therapists and they shouldn't be, right? I don't treat my partner as my therapist. I actually have coaches or out there that can support me if I'm dealing with something myself. You know, I practice what I preach. I get support. I get coaching for business, for life, for mindset, for all different things, right? For, for, for growth. It's, it's important. It's paramount. So I make sure I get the right people and so that I'm there showing up as myself to my partner and support him in love and connection. But like I said, don't expect that he can be that for me because I know he's not going to be, right? And that's important. Now, another thing could be is that you don't really set up some ground rules or base foundations for your relationship, So sometimes you might have a great time together and you might have great sex, right? But really you're lacking the same morals and values in life. Now, sometimes there are going to be times that can work out, um, but it's still important to set up a foundation and decide on, say, some rules or some things that you can set up um, for your relationship if you do want it to work. Now, of course, this process will bring up the core values and if they don't align, the reality is, is the relationships likely will fail. Sometimes you just need to have these conversations, it goes back to communication, but setting up some things that are going to be clear and on what is, what is a no, uh, what is a red flag for you? What is a, uh, like a off limits? Like, you know, what is the, the, the boundaries of your relationships, right? If you don't have these important conversations, you can't get anywhere, right? Just think about that. You can't get anywhere if you don't communicate and have those types of conversations. Otherwise it's going to fail. And sometimes having these conversations will mean that you realize the person isn't right for you. Don't take that as a kick to the gut. Take that as a plus. It's better to know early on than take months and months of your kicking it, kicking it down with, with the homie boy to realize that he ain't the one for you. You know what I'm saying? You really have to understand that. Another one could be that you are someone who is indecisive, right? There's a lot of fish in the sea, right? There will always be other fish in the sea. There will always be someone you think is going to be cute or that you have a great conversation with or someone you just want to take to the bedroom. Now, if you want any relationship to last, you have to trust your decision to be with the person that you've chosen to be with or it's going to be gone before you know it because if you're in that way of being shady and cheating and and doing all those things behind someone's back, karma will come and bite you in the bum at some point um, and if the person finds out, boom, it's probably going to be done. Or two, you know, it's going to be hard for you to rebuild anything, right? So if you're indecisive, maybe you're not ready for a relationship. Get When you get clear on what you want, you will figure it out, right? And finally, the, you know, oftentimes this is one of the most common things that I hear is, is that people let fear get the best of them, right? Relationships are scary at times. Change is scary at times. Sometimes there are foundational elements of your relationship that is going to prevent it from progressing. But other times, you know, you could be just running from something that's fucking really good for you, right? If you're ever wanting to run once the honeymoon stage is over, really ask yourself, is the relationship really um, worth it? 
Or are you just getting cold feet? Are you just getting scared? Are you just getting fearful, right? Because if you're getting fearful, you've got to lean into the fear and sometimes take a risk and sometimes understand that as we grow and develop, we get more close to people. We're going to have to let people in. And that also allows us to, to, to know that sometimes we can get hurt. So the fear could be, oh, my God, could, um, I could get hurt here. But if you want to take a chance at love, you've got to take a chance of knowing that this could happen and trust in your decision-making, right? If you're committed to something, you believe in this person, move forward in that direction. Awesome, guys. So those are some of the main reasons why I see from so many people that come to me that they can't move past the short term to the long term. I'd love to hear from you as always. If you've got a question, a comment, a bit of a story, you know, you, you know, you, you know, I love you hitting me up in the DMs and talking about it. So you know where to find me on Instagram, Facebook, all of that as well. Otherwise, I'm going to be back next week with a brand new episode of the Total Boss Podcast. But until then, always remember that you've got this and I've got you. Bye for now.